All, all right, right, all right, all right. Back-to-back nights, back-to-back <sighs> videos. Uh, interesting things that uh, came into play today. Definitely. So, without further ado, let's just jump right into it. I, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I told everybody, first off, that Ben would be back. But I told everybody what would have to happen. He would have to restart. So, let's do it. Okay. So, for those that think that Roethlisberger was going to turn 39 and make $41 million with part of it being deferred signing mm-hmm. bonuses from two to three years ago when he restructured mm-hmm. and his current base salary plus a roster bonus, right? So the Roonies came out. They said, we want Ben back. Ben wants to be back. But the only way it's going to happen is if Ben takes a pay, a pay cut here. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all know that. If you know the sport of football and you know Roethlisberger's contract and you know Roethlisberger's past of restructuring deals to give more cap to give more cap money to re-sign guys that they need, mm-hmm. he's going to do it. Jeez. So, with with all that being said, he pretty much came out and said he doesn't care about his pay. This is one last ride. So Ben's already telling the world, and, not just Steeler yep. fans, not just Steeler haters. He's telling everybody, this is it. And nothing that he doesn't plan on playing after this year. Another thing you put in there that he wants Juju part of the season. Juju's going to be part of the plan because definitely is. That's because the whole reason why. Because if they do this and he takes the pay cut, and in the hypothetical here, you can make it a four year extension, right? Mm -hmm. So you make it a four year extension. So you take the twenty twenty one nineteen million salary that Mm -hmm. he's going to get, turn that into a signing bonus. Okay. All right. So you do that. Then you spread it over the course of the next four years. So, in other words, you you are extending him. He will get his money, but it's deferred. Yeah. I got so, it, so all that owed money, whether he plays after this year, which I don't think he will. I think he's, he's going to hang he's it still, up. He's still, he's still going to get all that money over the course of what that contract is. But he's only making how much this season? If they do all that, he will make, make a big whopping one, $1 million. million. Oh, Cam Newton money. Got yep. You. Okay, so for all of you that, all you Steeler fans that want Ben to retire, it ain't happening because the one last ride is coming, and I'm telling you, it comes with the Super Bowl. Number number seven for number seven. It's going to happen. And not only that, he has been in talks with trying to persuade Pouncey to not retire. Because the game plan is is for them to retire together. Together. And if Pouncey does come back... Ben will win that Super Bowl. You don't think this team improves right there? And don't get me wrong. Pouncey's older and Ben's older and I get all that. But I have more faith in Pouncey protecting Roethlisberger than I do this J.C. House and Iser kid. (laughs) Let's put it this way. a, A bag of sand... Could stop a 300-pound linebacker from coming at Ben better than that kid can. Let's call it what it is. But then on the flip side of everything, what I just read before we popped on here, is they're going to let free, they're gonna let Connor test the free agent market. So that entail shows me that whatever money they get out of – that they can recoup from Ben – and possibly go to Hayward and say, hey, we got to restructure your deal as well. All that money tells me that they're going to try to get a running back in free agency. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Just saying. 
Come to the bird, kid. Scenes, not the Come the to the bird, kid. You'll be loved there, unlike in Baltimore, where they didn't like no, it I, after I, you I've stopped been uh, a lot running about JJ. And, well, brings I, me to that because for all you other haters that said TJ Watt is not going to be Defensive Player of the Year, the 101 awards came out. <clears> and <throat> guess who was the Defensive Player of the Year award finalist? <sighs> oh, wait, hold on. Winner that is, actually. Oh, yeah. He doesn't play in Houston. He's, and he's going to be the better of the two Watt brothers. And man. there's a hero shop around here. It starts with his first name. Oh, oh TJ, TJ Watt. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, shit. Fuck. I'm going to say, what the right. hell is his name? Yeah, man, so, for all, so all of you that wanted Aaron Donald to win it, with his better BS luck, 12 sacks better luck next year. All right. And speaking of that, I, I know we weren't going to talk more about the Watts and thing but he came out today and formally requested the trade like we didn't know that was going to happen i don't know why you had to formally do it but because he has a no trade a no trade clause by virtue of the contract and this is what ian rapaport tweeted out a little while ago he has to approve the trade one exactly. and he controls where he's gonna exactly. go exactly so the same way Eli had, had so, so now since i'm a Steeler fan and you being a giant fan yes both our teams were in these proposals we're not going to make these asinine trades that ESPN put out there. Okay? So, so What asinine trades are you talking about? All right, so we'll talk about the Giants one first. So the Giants would give up this year's 11th first-round pick. They give up next year's first-round pick nope. and 2023s nope. and ship Daniel Jones over. Now, this is nope. what you get in return. Obviously, you get an already established, proven quarterback in Watson, but you only get a 2023 fifth, no, fourth-round draft pick is what you guys get out of it. I'm sorry. If no, I was a Giants fan, sorry, I'm not no. doing it. I ride it out with Daniel one, Jones. There's no point because now Watts will have no weapons. And the whole, the whole reason why the, the Texans won the first round, they don't even have a first or second round pick this year. Well. Thanks to Bill O'Brien. Well, that's what happens when you hire an inept coach to, to do a GM's job and you're inept Stupid. in that department too. So now we go to the Steelers side of it. And this one for the life of me. If I was driving at the time and read this, I probably would have swerved off the road into a friggin' brick wall, which hopefully then I would have been engulfed in flames forever reading this. And if this happened, it's not going God to take me now. Because, it, because if the Steelers were to do what I'm about to say, Let's don't say it. No. I, I want you to strike me dead here and now. Okay, so we would give up, we would give up, we would give up this year's first round draft pick, That's next year's. Okay. Next year's 2023's third round, Derek Watt and TJ Watt. Nope. And all you get in return is Deshaun Watson and a 2023 third round draft pick. Nope. Why am I going to trade my best defensive player, one of them, and Derek Watt? You could have Derek, and you, but you're not going to get and TJ. You, and your 24th pick. Yeah. And then see, see, see. This is what I'm uh, saying when it comes to Watson wants out, but it's what Houston's asking for is is, is awesome. horrendous. It is horrendous. It, it, it's literally it's worse than a king's ransom. And if you're a team that isn't a dire need of a quarterback that can like afford the, to do it, like see, see, the Jets already have a young quarterback, so it makes no sense to make that deal. Yeah, but yeah, but Robert Sala came out and said, and like he's keeping it under. The table, like he may have came out but, earlier and said that Sam. Donald but is do future. you trade away future your future draft picks that could help improve this team for Deshaun Watson? Where we always say any given Sunday, what if Watson takes a hit that ends his career? 
you just screwed yourself out of how many draft picks, and you shipped Sam Darnot in the trade. Well, we both know that nobody's given up for three first-round draft picks in the next couple of years for this guy no more. Period. And that's why Deshaun Watson is going to have to stick it out in Houston. Or sit up. Or he pull, just pull, asks pull. for a release and, and doesn't get any of the money. I don't even know. I don't know if that's on the table, but if it is, you may have to start considering that because no team other than, let's say, maybe the Panthers, Uh which I saw it before we went on, but I didn't get a chance to jot it down. But it's pretty much the same as the Steeler one, except Carolina gets Watson, a tight end and like a third round draft pick in 2023. That's not bad at all. Okay. But you got to ship Teddy Bridgewater, which it's no big deal. You ship Teddy Bridgewater. But then, but then Watson, but Watson goes to a team with weapons and a, and, a, and a rebuilding young defense. Mm-hmm. If, I'm Carol, if I'm Carolina, Matt Rule, I got to call Houston and say, listen, if, if, if this is the proposal, let's do it now. And, 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 and let's just end this nonsense. It's going to get dragged out. Day after day, minute after minute, second after second, week after week, and month after month. Let's just get it done with. And I forget who it was on ESPN that pretty much said just shut up and play. Pretty much about the Deshaun Watson situation. So Randy Moss came out and he said, yeah, we're done with that era of shut up and play. Bottom line is this. The kid feels a certain way. He's entitled to feel a certain way. And we're not going to get into the undertones of it Mm -hmm. because it's already been addressed. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm not going to get into it because if one of us says something the wrong way, it's going to get taken the wrong way. Or we say something in one context, someone's going to view it in a different context. And before you know it, we're going back and forth with all different people. And listen, not a racist. I like everybody equally. Some some people I hate a little more than others, but it, that's not because of race or whatnot. Hey, man, you believe I believe the same way? Yeah, that's it. But, the same person, brother. You know, but as far as the Watson deal... It's it's just no matter how you look, no matter the team involved, they're not giving up. Like like, like to expect on, the Steelers man. to give up all that, I'm sorry, no. That that that's um, like no. You would have to give me, you would have to give you would have to take TJ off the board. We'll give you Derek, but in return, we're not giving you the first round in the, in this year's draft. I'll give it to you in the next year's draft and the third round. But in return, then we get Watson and we get JJ. And you could have Derek, and you could have next year's first round, next year's third round, and we'll take your third round, the, the, the third round in 2023, which pretty much is going to, you know, yeah, you're going to lose the first round, the, the first round in, in the following draft, but you're getting Watson out of it. But again, Ben's coming back, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, but so do, all Steeler fans that are sitting there going, oh, Watson wants to be traded. We're getting him. Oh, Stafford wants to be traded. We're getting him. Oh, Aaron Rodgers might want out even though he says he doesn't. Oh, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Listen, we've I, had Ben for, it's going to be going on, what, 18, 19 years now? 2004. Let him. He's going to ride it out. Years, yeah. He's going to ride it out till his wheels fall off. That's it. Mm. I don't want part of the Watson fiasco. I don't want Matthew Stafford. I don't want... I, no. 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 Yo, to be I honest, don't. Yo, I'm being dead ass though. Carolina would be perfect. Because they have a Teams low, like Carolina, you know, have Atlanta... Pick. They have a low draft pick, and that's where um, Houston see, would draft their quarterback. See, if you trade him to Atlanta, that's a good fit for him. You trade him to Carolina is the perfect fit for him. Mm. 
if you trade him to the Jets, it's not. And this is why. Because if you're going to put him out on the field you know, with, with the same the, team yeah, yeah. that Darno has had to deal with for you, three you years, the same record. it's going to be the same result. He'll throw 5,000 yards. And It'll be, be the it. same result. And Jets fans are going to sit there and say, uh, what? Um, the, the, pretty much that silence is what it's going to yeah, be. Because you, what can you say? Can you it's just your gone. team you just acting, just doing things backwards again. That, 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 that's what that it is on that, that, on that point. Guys is, um, he's going to be an impact. If, if, if I'm the Jets, and again, and I know it's repetitive, but you keep the second pick. You draft you, him. You draft Sewell. We went over it last night, so uh-huh. we're not going to go into depth. And then speaking of that, when we were talking about the, the Mets pitching rotation, what happened hours after we were done, after, after I posted the audio part mm-hmm. and we, we posted the video part, what happens? Mats gets traded to Toronto for three no-name pitchers. Yeah, three. Okay? Um, that's really not even to sa- save money because they avoided arbitration. What am I thinking for like four or five million? So I get that, you know, and, and, and with the Bauer situation, I read different that it was more than just one year, 30 million. It, that, but in this supposed deal the Mets offered him, there's a lot of opt-ins and opt-outs. If it's a five, six-year deal, you only need one. And that's in the third year of it. Yep. You don't need to have, oh, what, after uh, 55 games, if you want, you could opt out. But after 125, no, you have the, to opt in. No, after, Come after on. the third year. Third year. Come on. After the third year, it's it. Because when you start adding in a team opt-in, a player opt-in, it, 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 it just becomes a clusterfuck of nonsense. Okay? And, and you don't need it. Bottom line is this. If you're going to offer him the deal... Five six years in the in the in the realm of which he wants, which I think he's overpricing himself. What thirty? Thirty to forty five million. Eh, okay. 30, the the way JT Real Muto overpriced himself, and then what happened? Five years, one hundred fifteen million. Is what the Phillies re-signed him for, because that's all, and they stood their ground. And JT Real Muto knew nobody else was going to, nobody 20, else was going to give him two twenty five. And if I'm all the te- and if I'm all the teams, I'm not even giving him the fifth year. The Phillies t- taking a chance on giving him a fifth year. Because he's like 30, 31 now. So going into that last year, he's going to be 36. Look at Robinson Cano. He's shot. He's, <laughs> he, he was shot ever since he left the Yankees. He was, he was just done for. I know. But, you know, again, in free agency, these players are always going to ask for a ridiculous amount of money and think that they could pitch for all these years that are going to be part of the contract. But this is where if the Mets are smart, if they're gonna if they're gonna make this deal with Bauer and he's gonna sign it, listen to what I'm telling you now. Because it's so stupid how you sign these guys to these mega contracts in any sport mm-hmm. and you pay them so little in the beginning, but as the age of the, the contract, contract goes, goes up, up and they, the pay goes, goes up. up and so here's decline, a, too. So here's an idea. When the contract begins, Pay him the most then yeah, and let the contract, like his like his play, let that decline exactly. with the play. Because by the end of the contract, what are you paying him? Nothing. Peanuts. It's not, it's, it's not a hard thing to figure out that it took me all of 30 seconds to figure it out. Like 15 seconds. Okay? It, it's not hard to figure out. It's, it, it, it's, it, it's really that simple because... <sighs> Look at contracts over the course of any sport, and Alex Rodriguez is the prime example. Alex Rodriguez, every contract he's had has had an opt-in, opt-out, and he's always opted out to get more money. And the Yankees always caved and paid him more money. 
But if you're going to do that, then make the bulk of the money at the beginning of that new contract, not at the end where the Yankees put themselves in a predicament where they had to pay all this money to get rid of them. I know, exactly. I remember that. No. Instead of deferring the money for down the line, make it at the beginning. So if you you mean to tell me, and 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 you know, so like in A Rod's situation, he was getting like twenty thirty million in the final years of his contract, probably even more. You're gonna pay a guy at that age who was declining, and you, and again, you could attribute steroids and PEDs and all no, that into his decline, is. right? Regardless of that, you're gonna pay a guy that much in the declining years because you think he's valued at thirty forty million. When he's 36, 37, 38, 39 years old? No, he's not. He's worth the contract that I'm I keep telling the I keep saying the Yankees should offer Gardner. That's five million. At the end of your career, you should be making the least. That's what Steve Madison making, five point two, I believe. And if you and if you're a GM out there or a sports fan that thinks different, I, I really just don't know what to tell you. Because you you have to See, running a team is a business from every standpoint, right? Okay. You got to analyze so every when you, situation. So when you go into these negotiations with these players, and we'll use Trevor Bauer as the example. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that the Mets don't have a GM because he wanted to share a schlong everywhere yep. or whatever. So now they took this other guy. I forget his name. He's the acting GM. But you really think he's going to have an influence or an input on anything? No. It's going to come down to Cohen and Sandy Alderson no. are going to make the final set. Mm-hmm. And... So when you're sitting with Bauer's agent and Trevor Bauer, if I'm Trevor Bauer, I have to go into this thinking, you got to be stupid to pay me more at the declining years when my arm isn't going to have the same strength it had when I started this contract with you guys. So if I'm, if I'm Trevor Bauer, I'm asking for the bulk of the, the money, money in the beginning, beginning years. In the first three years yeah, is when you should be paying him the most. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. last three is when you should be paying him the least. Because that way, and, and, and this is from the other standpoint of it. Because if you're paying a guy, and let's say the Mets do sign Bauer, and that third year, and let's say it's a team opt-in, and mm-hmm. they say, okay, we'll opt-in because now we're only paying him X amount. And he starts to suck it up, you can, you can either A, release him, or you can trade him. And it's a contract you can move. That's why a lot of these – that's why you can't move a lot of these contracts. And like Casey stand for – Stan's contract. The, the Mike Trout one, you're never, never going to move. move. You're never going to move unless he comes to the Yankees. Is about the only way that ever happens. Okay? <laughs> and the Yankees would be dumb to not even consider that if, let's say, year three into that contract and Trout wants out. They don't call the Yankees and say, listen, we'll trade you Mike Trout, but you got to pay his contract. Okay. And the Angels will be like, well, what are we getting in return? Nothing. Because <laughs> now we have to take on your salary cap problem. No, it's not going to happen. So you got to pay these guys in the declining years, declining money. Because how are you going to move a contract to a guy, and Gene Carlos stands another prime example. How do you move this deal now when he has I, no value? I really have no idea unless the Yankees eat half of it and the same. Well, what's going to happen is is that the same what we got him, you know. The same. Well, that and what's going to wind up happening is no matter where they trade him to, they're going to eat three quarters of it. That's hefty. Because if they trade him to a smaller market team, they're not going to be able to afford to pay him the other half. So the Yankees. Are gonna get a little bit more in return because they're still gonna, they're gonna be playing paying a guy like 
when David Justice went to the Athletics, right? When yep. he got traded there with the Yankees. I remember that. I remember okay. That. George Steinbrenner was paying him $4.5 million to play against the Yankees. I did not know that. Well, if you watch Moneyball, that is how I figured it out. I did not know that. Okay. Because George Steinbrenner was so pissed at David Justice's decline that he gave him, he gave him this decent contract with, with some good money in it that he, in essence, traded him to Oakland and was offering to pay half the contract. Because David Justice was, was unhappy in Oakland or whatever, and him and Billy Bean sat down, and Billy Bean said, you know, because David Justice is like, well, you're paying me to be the guy that I am. And Billy Bean came out and he said, no, the Yankees are paying you $4.5 million to play against them. Okay? So that's how you got to look at it in a Stanton deal. Mm-hmm. Wherever you move them, the Yankees are paying him to play against the Yankees down the line. Yeah, it depends on where you get straight to. Yeah. Reg- well, with the way that they do scheduling now, chances are even if you trade them to the NL, you're going to face them at least One, a couple times, yeah, a- yeah. maybe eight times because you figure with the interleague play, you got to do at least three of the four home and three and four away. Or else you can pull out of you know what I'm saying, the Red Sox. Yeah, well, if they trade, listen, <laughs> if, 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 if they traded Gene Carlos Stanton to the Red Sox and he became like, you know, the next Carl Ustremski out there. I'm, I'm going to tell Chapman to pick him. I'm, 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 I'm sorry this next comment may get me arrested if somebody's watching it in their cop, but I'd, I'd shoot Cashman dead in his head. Like, r- right in the middle of the Bronx, right on Pleasant Avenue, just done. Goodbye. See ya. Um, but, oh, you want to hear some shit about Sean McVay and Jared Goff? Oh, spill the tea. Spill it. Sean McVay announced publicly does not want Jared Goff as his quarterback. And in quote, in quote, he says, he is, as of right now, he's a ram. Not a quarterback, a ram. Not even even telling Goff. Coming out in the media and saying this. Well, that's how a lot of people find out a lot of things because there was, I forget what trade it was, and somebody found out on Twitter. I, I, I still like, don't like, even know what it's about. I, like, I don't even know what the whole, like... I think it's just... Well, look at how their relationship started. They, they were a fast, up-tempo team. Like, literally, like, they would get to the line and get a playoff with, like, 20 seconds Dude, left yeah, on the play av- clock. They were averaging, like, 35 points a game. That, okay. That. But... As we, contract, all, as we all know... The contract came in. The contract, he got his extension. The play declined a bit. You know, you could, say, you could say injuries and whatever. And you can't say that they have no weapons on the Rams because they, they got do. a shit ton of them. They do. Okay, from, from, from Cup to, uh, to Woods to Higby at tight end oh, yep. to, to, to no-name running backs to uh, Van Jefferson and, and, and whoever else he's got there. Mm-hmm. Okay? What you're seeing unfolding in front of your eyes with the Rams is what you didn't see unfolding behind the scenes with Brady and Belichick. You heard little things, but you didn't see Belichick going out there saying, well, as of right now, Brady's a patriot. No. No. You're seeing this relationship deteriorate. Right before your eyes. Literally. Literally every day in front of your eyes, whether it's on Good Morning Football America or if it's on ESPN or if it's on SMY or the, wherever it is, 
you're seeing it firsthand on social media. You're seeing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do I think that Goff is the quarterback starting the season with the Rams? Yeah, because I do too. Because who, John Woods be, 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 because who's going to be the starter? That Wolford, Duck Hodges? No. Good luck, guys. No. And if the and and if and if they come if the Rams come out and say that Goff is tradable, a lot of teams are going to go after him. And and, young, and, and, young, and this is and where this is where you I I see I see I see I the would twinkle, the twinkle in your eye I I would consider Jared Goff on the Steelers why wouldn't you I would nice and young kind of looks like Ryan Gosling a little bit yeah he could put on a little bit of weight but you know he might have been the stunt double in the Notebook you never know he got a cannon though as soon as that that thumb heals up you know. But I think it's also too that Sean McVay, I think, has his vision of his own quarterback, and it's just not Jared Goff. Well, that one season was Jared Goff. That one season. Yeah, but then after that, yeah, it was. Sean McVay is an, is an offensive-minded genius, like you know, like uh, unlike Adam Gase. Unlike Adam Gase, you know, Kyle Shanahan is pretty good at it too. But, but whatever. and then speaking, oh, and then going back to Houston, oh, somebody took that job. What? Somebody took the Houston Texan head coaching job. That Dave Cooley oh guy goodness, from, from Baltimore. Oh, my goodness. 65-year-old who's been a coordinator since the 90s. And I, I, a, I, head coach I, I figured, you know, Houston figured, hey, we hired a black guy. So, uh, Deshaun Watson's going to stay. No, Deshaun Watson still wants out. <laughs> he, he said it. You don't it, care it's, what it's coach, what GM, what anybody. And you know what's funny, though? They got him from the Ravens. The Ravens get two third-round picks for that, for hiring him and then release him to the... Yeah. Two third-round... But, you know, people have issues with that one, and I really don't care. Bottom line is this, that the NFL wants more diversity when it comes to coaching and, and all other positions within the league, and why not? Yeah, why not? But <laughs> now they got three third-rounders. But, but then when you even speak about but, – but then when you speak about that, some people come out and they say, well, now these teams are forced to hire a minority. You're not forced. forced. I, I, I will explain this as simple as possible because there are people out there that are smart – then there are people out there that are just simp- simple, the job, simple-minded. For the job. Whether you are black, white, Asian, Green, Puerto know. Rican, Jewish, Indian, ISIS, I don't care. If you're qualified to do a job, then you should be hired to do said job. Exactly. End of story. Bottom line. If you're one of those that wants to beat it to death because you're a whatever, go ahead. But don't bring it to me. I don't want to hear it. All right, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Oh, look at San Francisco, the, the uh, female coordinator. She's doing a hell of a job over there. Well, you know what else you have in this Super Bowl, right? First ever female official, the Sarah Thomas You're right. chick. You're right. And um, I could already see it now. I could already see it now. She's going to be throwing a flag for something that happened 10 years ago that she remembered. Y- you have to make a joke of that. I know. You have to. I know. Um, no, but it's a, it's a huge milestone. You know, for the NFL. And don't be surprised. Like in the NBA, the Spurs have a female assistant. Well, I don't know if she's the assistant head coach, but she's on the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I She might be the head coach now. I think Popovich retired down there. Because I know Tim Duncan was the assistant for a while. God, he was a coach for the Spurs for as long as I can remember, dude. Well, <laughs> hey. You That's know. been back when David Robinson and he had a good Parker run. and He had a good run in, in uh, San Antonio. Can't yeah. knock him. Yep. That's a short, definitely Hall of Fame coach. Oh, yeah, hands down. I'm just, I'm just putting it out. I'm just putting it out there. Greg Popovich for the Hall, if he Jack ain't in already. 
See, Jeff Van Gundy... No, I'm joking. No, see, Jeff Van Gundy... See, remember when the Knicks were trying to beg him to come back? Yep, I remember. Okay. Remember the one thing he said? He said he would, but Dolan would have to sell the team. Because he hates James Dolan. Mm-hmm. But then again, who doesn't? If you're a Knicks fan, how do you not hate James Dolan? I mean, the guy got Oakley thrown out of the garden because he agreed with people saying Dolan should sell the team. I know. And it's Charles Oakley. Yeah. Like, dude, Charles Oakley will fuck you up. You see the size difference when he was this? I think, try, I think actually Oakley, I think, tried going after him during yeah, that. Yeah, because one, he, was, one he was cursing guard, him out. Yeah, one of the security guards put his hands on him or something. And yeah, like, oh, and, and you know what? And I think it went to court, and I think Oakley wound up winning it. That they took the, the that they took the ban off now. Yeah, that he's allowed in back garden. in the garden. Like, you know the, if I'm Charles Oakley, why do I want to be back in the garden after that? I rather I rather be in Brooklyn watching net teams. They're a winning team anyway, and now that you see what they're doing now, now now that I'm, 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 I'm telling you right now, uh, I see they're go- they're gonna gel, and Brooklyn's gonna be a problem for the next three years. Because that's his long – and I say three because in the third year, that's when Harden's contract ends. And let's see if Brooklyn, after that, if they can win a championship within the three years. I think they could. I think the they keep all three. But if they don't win a championship in those three years, then they're going to break it apart like they did when it was Pierce and Garnett there. And I always yep. forget who the third guy was. In order. Antonio Walker. No, it's not Antonio Walker. We're in Boston? Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. I Boston. And Antonio Walker was the biggest bust in the NBA. Antoine Walker. Who cares? He, he was a bust. Nobody cares. Yeah, he, he, he was pretty good. He was a bust up there I with Isaiah Ryder. J.R. Ryder was not a bust. Yeah, he was. He had that one great dunk competition, and now is about it. You ever watch any of his games? He sucked. I don't need to watch his game. Sean Bradley was better than him. Actually, you know what's funny? Is I remember... because. Back when I was in high school and I played PAL basketball, I think it was a PAL basketball field trip, we went to the Meadowlands to watch a net game. And it was funny so that and it was funny that it was the Timberwolves which Ryder was on and Sean Bradley was on the Nets at the time. Sean, Sean Bradley so tall, dude. Oh my gi- giraffe neck deluxe. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I, it was I, insane. I actually watched a uh, a net game. Um they were playing Boston. That was when uh Paul Pierce was on Boston or John Rondo. Uh, yeah, when Boston off. was good. Yeah. And, of course, Nestle. Lost. Well, no, they're decent now. They got a decent squad there with Jason Tatum and, and a couple good. other guys. He's good, yeah. But, and what's funny is now, now that I read, since we're talking about basketball, that the Pelicans are looking to trade Lonzo Sim- Ball. Lonzo Ball? Yeah. They're looking to trade Lonzo Ball and somebody else. I forget who it is. And that the Knicks are going to factor in this deal to get one of them, if not both. I forget who the second player. I think it's maybe J.J. Redick. But, I mean, if you get Lonzo Ball on the Knicks, Lonzo Ball is good at passing the ball. He's not really that great at shooting it. But if you want to add a passing presence, another guard who can pass the ball, that doesn't cost you a lot of money, if you don't have to give up much, why not trade? But, again, you have to put in there you don't want LeVar anywhere near it. Because Lavar is bad, 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 bad. because yeah. he's already chirping at the Hornets because because be, 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 because Lamelo Ball comes off the bench. Well, guess what? You're like 18, 19 years old. Don't get me wrong, Lamelo Ball is good at basketball, but he's not that kid that I'm going to start him right away. He's still got to learn the game, and I watch games where he's played and he's played ugly, 
and he's ha- and he, and he makes those rookie mistakes. I've seen it, so I don't blame Michael Jordan and the Charlotte organization for saying, "Yo, kid, sit down and and learn from other people," and then. You Yo, come why off you the bench. Told me sit down and learn. You best believe I'm listening. I'm like, All right, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and speaking of Michael Jordan, and I have to say this, my man Chase Claypool is now a jump man. He's part of the Jump Man brand. Yeah. Chase Claypool is gonna be raking in the millions and millions and millions and millions. I can't wait. I'm definitely gonna buy a Chase a Chase Claypool Jump Man Nike shoe, and I don't really? and I don't spend more really? than I don't spend more than eighty dollars on a sneaker. But I will for the clay pools. So which foot? Well, I'll spend eighty on the right and eighty on the left. (laughs) All right. Um. But yeah, it's it. It's just yeah. Just uh, just looking at the these Watson trade proposals. It it, It, it's disgusting. It's it's because it's the first round pick. I would make this deal if we were in dire need of a quarterback. But we're not. And then even Art Rooney came out today, and this is going to annoy certain Steeler fans, and thank God she's in the bedroom mm-hmm. because she would probably throw a lid and she yeah, would, she would start cool, a F this and a F that. Yeah, she's good hearing. Okay. Rooney came out and said he believes that Mason Rudolph will be the future starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what makes him think that? If you think 5-3 and three is a sample size and the one game against Cleveland – it's it's not again. He needs to have a full year. Again, I will say it again, like we did the other day, from week one, one to, to week seventeen. 17 yep. And again, and I, and I threw out the numbers. He has to have to prove that he could take. Even if, even if he could put up those numbers, he's not Ben's successor till, till he, wins he wins two Super, Bowl. two Super Bowls at least. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't see it happening with Rudolph. I don't think he has a grit in the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like Ben does. Well, he can't take a shot to the head, that's for sure. Oh, no. Well, I'm really. Well, well, <laughs> well, well, whether it's from Miles Garrett's helmet or it's that nasty hit he took from Earl Thomas, which, again, I'm sorry, that was as dirty as dirty gets. That's bad. Like, literally, when you crack the guy helmet to helmet and the grill comes off, off the... F- it, and you lift him up and he's just, like, has no idea where he is. Oh, he was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he no was. What his name oh, was, he man. was. He was spaced out to no end. He he literally. I think he woke up like a week later, still thinking that they were playing that game. Because <laughs> I I I don't see Mason being. The, but, but again, no matter who takes that spot, I don't. You think- have to replicate everything Ben has done, and it's the same thing with the Giants. If Daniel Jones is going to fill Eli's shoes, he has to replicate, and if not, do better. Than what Eli has done. And in Green Bay, when that day comes, when Aaron Rodgers hangs it up, whoever takes over that, they have to replicate everything Aaron Rodgers has done. And case in point, New Orleans now. If Breeze announces that he has retired, which he hasn't yet, Mm -hmm. but all signs point to he's going to, whoever takes that spot, you have to do better than what Breeze has done. I'm not saying you have to pass for 80,000 yards, but you have to, but to take. What the heir done? apparent role, yeah. the way Ben took it from Bra- from Bradshaw, mm-hmm. is the same way the next quarterback has to do it. I definitely do see like like Daniel Jones, like he has an arm. He like he, well, he's, he's in the same. Big... He's in the same. He's in a, in a similar but different situation from Darnold because he at least has weapons around him. 
The issue is, is how do you expect a kid to learn when one year the offensive coordinator is this guy exactly. and he has a different offense from Clap Happy, friggin' Jason Garrett. And Jason Garrett obviously is new back with the Giants this year. Well, somebody should teach him how to write a better playbook. It's horrible, dude. Okay, it's because... Disgusting. I see Steve Spagnuolo over there in the Chiefs, man. This this, this defense. Same exact stuff that we be Brady with. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I'm just saying. I hear it, dude. But... The thing that really, it's, what really gets me, though, is, I don't see, I don't get how Houston really thinks if they were going to trade with Pittsburgh, we're going to give up both Watt brothers. What, people, what, what why? Because you want all the Watt brothers in Houston? What's that going to do? They barely want anything with one. <laughs> what, what, what do you think the other two are going to do for you? You'll just be in the same friggin' predicament. So it doesn't even matter. J.J.'s better off coming to Pittsburgh and actually I winning a Super Bowl there before it's all said and done. I don't see Pittsburgh even thinking about getting more TJ No, because – and I think that's why the Roonies came out and said what they said because if you don't think they read the same things we all read and hear the same things we hear, that's why they came out and said it. They pretty much told Houston without saying it, they're saying it, don't, call, don't contact us. We don't want them. Basically. Because no matter where Watson gets traded to, there's going to be that circus media all around it. I don't know. They're gonna be like, oh, so how does it feel playing for this team? Oh, you know, it feels great because of, 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 nobody wants to. No. no, nobody wants to hear that shit. All right, nobody wants to hear. Oh, Jason wouldn't wouldn't uh, announce his seventeen year retirement. Yeah, and he also brought back that male pattern baldness that he has. Because notice when he went into broadcasting, yep. he mysteriously had a full head of hair. <laughs> goes back to playing football, and the hair is gone again. So maybe Bosley doesn't really work that well. Maybe he should try using hymns or keep or whatever. Or maybe it's just play on the Raiders lost all there. But who knows? But if I'm Jason if I'm Jason Witten, and it's all well and good, he's gonna sign the one day contract to retire as a cowboy. Yeah. Which is always the right thing to do. You always yeah. you always do that to retire with the team that made you and you helped them, even though they didn't win anything with Jason Witten. Yeah, didn't win but Jared. still, he was the big name in Dallas for so many years. Yep, like that's yeah. Brian. So, I always give a guy credit for that, even if it's a Raven or a Brown or a Bengal. Oh, he, 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 he was a good tight end, dude. He was. I'll, I'll give him that. But I think the only reason why the Raiders signed him was for that veteran presence in the locker room. Mm-hmm. See, Jason, Jason Witten to me wouldn't be good at broadcasting. You know what he would really be good at? Is staying in the NFL as a tight ends coach. You're right, Ashley. And if I'm the Giants... Fred who, am Kitchens, I, who, who am I calling? Fred Kitchens. The guy, the guy that destroyed your defense for so many years at times in big games. So that's the guy I would call. I mean, shit. Freddie Kitchens are a damn tight end. Freddie Kitchens. That's why. Uh, I oh, it was it was abs- it was absolutely great when he was wearing that shirt that the that um when the whole thing with Pouncey happened uh, when, when he friggin' clocked friggin' Garrett after the whole thing and all like the the Pittsburgh started it shirts came out that Cleveland made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I should have wore that tonight. Because Pittsburgh didn't start it, but Pittsburgh sure as hell finished it. Yo, yo, you know Pouncey got his hand through that. Oh, yeah. He yeah. clocked Garrett. I, 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 I seen it. That's why Miles Garrett went and, and found Rudolph after the last See game. See the that size they difference, dude? <laughs> well, look at Mason Rudolph. He looks like he, no, looks, I mean, he looks like a brunette version of Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> he really does. That's preppy. No, no, for real, though. Like, but Pouncey and Garrett, I, he's just like. 
And that wasn't even bad either. Let me tell you, and don't forget, Pouncey also came from Florida with Hernandez and all Adam them. Hernandez. So, Mike, Marquise Pouncey and his brother Mike Pouncey, they're about that life. I'm just saying. They're about that life. They'll fuck somebody you know, up. Three quarters of the people in the NFL are about that life. Yeah, well, you know. Is like the guy we uh, Dave Gavin traded up for? What was his name again? DeAndre Baker? Oh, yeah. Um, well, no, he got acquitted at that. They proved I that. I don't care. He did it. But um, we're going to cut it short tonight, though, because I'm starving and the food arrived. Um, but before we go, Saturday is going to be a very, very interesting episode, and I will tell you that. Because yes. not only are we going to record like we normally do, we're also going to go on Facebook Live and we're going to have the debate of debates. The debate that should have been had to begin with. No. See, I decided that. We're going to have the debate of debates, but it will include the three. Yes. It will be... Black Jesus? No. <laughs> It'll be... Who is the true GOAT as it stands now? Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? If And the reason why we're going to do it on Facebook Live as well is because I want people to interact, ask mm-hmm. questions, debate live with us, which will make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, plus... You know, everybody hears our opinions and nobody really ever gives theirs. So that's why I want to do it. And we're going to come with all, all, we already got it printed up. All the stats, all the facts is going to prove to you why LeBron is not the GOAT yet. I mean, and, and you know what? We, we, we could shoot the shit for another five, 10 minutes. You know, I freaking didn't even eat lunch today, but whatever. I could hold out. Okay. All right. When it's all said and done. When LeBron's career ends, and if it ends with him playing one year with his son, uh-huh. which I think is his end goal, yeah. and as a father, I could appreciate that. You know, he wants to play one year with his son, and, and that's all well and good. And I give him credit for that. But, and people could say, well, look at his stats compared to Jordan. That's going to be a lot of things that will be discussed in the debate because, again, it's two different eras and two different styles of the era. From Jordan, from Jordan's era, and Kobe played in the tail end of one and went into the other. And LeBron really played in the softer era of it. But we could discuss all that Saturday because it will all come out. So I invite everybody who has Facebook that's friends with me. It's a public Facebook page, so I think anybody could really just chime in if they want to. And to be honest, you know, like if LeBron could erase those four finals losses, then maybe we could have a better debate. But I don't, it's not happening. Well, so. well, we'll discuss all that. What <laughs> would what would help him leap over Kobe and even Jordan? Because there are some things that can do it. Well, yeah, win four straight. Well, yeah, that's one. <laughs> that 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 is actually that really is, in my opinion. Is the only one, but other people might have other other opinions of it. So yeah, yeah Bill Super Teams, all that crap. I'm but you know, whatever. again, that'll be a debate that we're gonna have. It's more than likely gonna happen this Saturday. Um. So again, everybody, friggin', if you want to chime in, chime in, hey, chime in. Um. So until the next podcast, which should be Saturday, barring anything happening, uh stay safe, mask, mask up, up, even the haters. And you already know what it is. Haters hate. Peace.